Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Lyrics Mind. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, go check out my latest episodes about the Divine Masculine and then all my other episodes as well. Um, so today I just wanted to get up here and talk about a topic that many of us have been experiencing and many of us have been trying to figure out and that is the twin flame dynamic that's really been playing out um i want to try my best to give my perspective on this journey i do want to let you know that this is very very uncomfortable (laughs) to talk about uh only because i don't like talking about things i don't know per se and this is still something i'm trying to figure out so a lot of things that I, I want to discuss, I'm like, I don't even know how to really explain it, but I'm going to try my best to really give you all a perspective of how everything has went down. Have, has went down. Um, so what I'm going to do is just give you guys a story on how I met my twin and then some of the things that I learned um, along the way and about myself, about like relationships and um about you know love yeah um I would say that this is something that isn't necessarily in the perspective of the divine feminine and the divine masculine like I learned that I don't even know which one I am right now after doing my divine masculine recording I was like I literally don't even know (laughs) And putting myself in a box to figure out which one I I am is just very complicated. So I ask you to look at this from just the perspective of the other person. If this is maybe this is you and you need confirmation or you are trying to understand how your twin feels. So uh, that's what I, you know, advise you to do. So what is a twin flame? Um, Based on the research I've done, a twin flame is someone who you share a strong connection with uh, on multiple levels, spiritually, um, more of a spiritual connection than anything. And then you have other connecting factors as well. But the main thing that, you know, brings you two together is the spiritual aspect of it. Um, Usually they say twins are kind of the opposite. Like one could be short, the other could be um tall, or one could like y- y'all have a lot of differences, but also similarities as well. I don't want to get into like physical stuff because it's that doesn't have to be the case. Um, so like you guys could have the same f- like facial features in a way, but completely different. <laughs> Um, so many people who I've talked to are really trying to understand this twin flame dynamic. So I just, (laughs) I'm so nervous. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm literally so nervous. If I say so, so many, another time I'm going to go crazy. Um, but yeah, I met my twin back in August of 2000. No, I'm not going to say August. Officially, like, October of 2018. Um, I worked with him, and it was one of those things that I didn't even... I didn't even know about. Um, When it came to the twin flame dynamic, I... 
remember before college, like I always like I was manifesting love was always something that I wanted to do. And I remember seeing, you know, Mystic Lipstick, if you guys follow her, she did like full moon rituals and I would always do hers. And one of the things that she talked about was manifesting a partner who was uh spiritually attracted you're spiritually aligned with them physically emotionally sexually financially um i think that's it and i remember writing that in my book and that was just all i wanted i remember like looking up the term twin flames not even twin flames soulmates and they like broke down what twin flames were as well in the article and i remember i was reading it and i was like oh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know about this <laughs> like yeah this sounds cool but what's the difference from this and the soulmate people just like talking about extra stuff like i don't need to be all into that <laughs> and then i realized it's so much different than a fucking soulmate <laughs> it's so much different than a soulmate <laughs> but um I met my twin uh when I was at work like I said when I first when I first started working there I saw him and I I didn't see his face and one of the main things they say is a connector is eye contact and I didn't see his face like we didn't make eye contact but I just was aware of him I was like hmm like who is this person I'm like, hmm. I, didn't, I didn't really see all of him to even recognize if that was my twin or not. And it wasn't until I ended up moving teams to where he was at and we ended up sitting across from each other. And one day I literally just looked up and it's like I was hit with this intense gaze that I can't even explain. And literally I was like, what the what? the fuck <laughs> what is this it's like you got smacked me in the face i swear um and many of you who have who are on this uh journey you know that's the thing like that's what people say like you eye contact is the main connector and when i first did that i was like um i never experienced this ever in my life i don't know what this is so I'm not even going to touch it. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch this with a 10-foot pole. Are you kidding me? I don't know what this is. I'm a logical person. And I had just got ghosted by this Tinder guy. So I was just like, I was like, oh, I don't understand who I realized was my false twin before. Because the way I was like connected to him was just weird. But I found out he had a girlfriend and I was like, yo, this shit is I'm tired of love. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Um so after I had the Tinder guy was the situation. Like after I got over that, is that that's when I like made eye contact with my twin. It literally happened right after. So I was like a little bit weary of it. I'm like, mm this could be the same situation over again. And that's what a lot of us, you know, fight against is trying to decipher, am I in the same situation or am I not in the same situation? Uh, and with me and him, it, we, we wouldn't even talk to each other. It was really, 
it was really weird. <laughs> like, we wouldn't even communicate. It was just eye contact. And I've done that before, you know? So I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't, this isn't anything. But I just could not, I could not, like, stop thinking about him. And I know he may be listening to this, so it's a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> but I couldn't. I literally couldn't. And I remember... um I was hanging out with a friend and she had these like her friend her guy friends were there and you know usually I like attention I do I like attention and when these guys they were like showing me attention and I literally was not even feeling it and I'm like why the hell am I not even attracted to people in the way that I have been before like usually if someone comes across my radar and I think they're cute I'm like oh, okay like maybe this could be somebody I could be interested in but that all went out the window like it I I remember I was sitting there and I was like these niggas not that they were bad people don't get me wrong they were cool but I was just not into it like I was just like these niggas is just not it's not it for me and one of the guys was like you must have somebody else and I'm like I actually I don't like I, I I just looked at this man and now I don't even understand why I don't like any of you like I, I mean y'all not really my type but at least I would try to entertain you a little bit just for fun but not I, I didn't even want to do that um and as the months went by it was just It was just weird, not weird in a bad way, but weird in like what is happening. Um, I started developing spiritually, like my spiritual development literally just kicked high gear. And I think that was the hardest part about it because I I couldn't decipher what was like really reality and what was like fantasy. Like that was one thing I kept teetering on. I'm like, I don't know if this is real. This is fake. I don't know where I I couldn't find my footing. Like I couldn't find my footing and then I'm attracted to this person. I don't even know why. And I'm trying to start a new job and I'm sucking I'm sucking at it. <laughs> I'm so bad at the job and it's just like everything was just not smooth at all. And here I am being told to go towards this person who I'm pretty sure would probably call me crazy so why would I even why would I even do that that's that was my fear and I remember it was just like a way I remember just the way everything would just fall together I don't know how to explain it but we would just always end up at the same place like one time we were going to like a pregame and we both arrived at the same time and it was just it was just coincidences like that I had watched this Will Smith movie like this inspiration motivational thing that I have watched since college and the next day like after I watched it this man brought it up that he watched it and I was like that's a little weird but you know these kind of things you can't really you can't really talk about because it's like the to everyone else they're like small coincidences like they're not this big deal so that's what I kept telling myself I'm like they're not this big deal they're not this like they're just coincidences I just like this boy and that's it 
he probably don't even like me like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of it. Um, and just, hold on, let me just gather my thoughts. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to understand how to explain this to you guys without it sounding like, that's the fear. Like, you you feel like it's going to sound crazy. Like, you feel like I'm trying to explain this to you. And if you're on this journey, you know what it's like to be on this and that fear of feeling as if things are not what they seem is a constant struggle. And that was what I always battled with. I'm like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to have this great thing that I wasn't even really trying to manifest. Like, it's not that I even, it wasn't just on my radar. It wasn't on my radar. I didn't think that anything like this was possible. And I didn't, I didn't even know this was something that was even coming this soon. Like I, I, I told myself I was gonna start college and I mean in college and and go from there. And then if I wanted to date, I would start dating. Like that, that was gonna be it. But I, I didn't even want to date people. Like it was really weird. Like I didn't even people. It's like this is explicit, but it's like niggas would just like come out the woodworks and I'm like I don't even want to deal with you and even if I try to even talk to them I get bored easily so I'm like yeah I don't want to talk to you at all <laughs> and I it would just kept it kept coming back to my twin it kept coming back to my twin back over and over again and I'm like oh god what do you want from me so that was the the most complicated part um and I started finding videos to like support, you know, this. So I'm like, I'm starting to believe in it. But we never really communicated with each other. Um, so I didn't really see anything on the 3D level. Like we all hope, like, you know, union is the goal. And I'm like, well, we're not dealing with each other on that level. So maybe we're just not ready. And I just kept telling myself like, oh, he he has this going on. He's not ready. I got this going on. I'm not ready. And then as I got to where I'm at now, I realized that that was just me running from this. Because what I realized is you're ready to be with your twin flame once you meet them. And that was the hardest thing to really understand because it's like, how how can I be ready when I have all this baggage and I have all this stuff that's going on. Like, I just don't understand how you can love someone or be in love with someone and you be, I don't want to say broken, but just not together. Like, I had, I just, like, I don't have anything that I feel like I can bring to the table right now. And I realize that that is rooted in the self-worth. Like, when you don't feel like you're worthy of this, that's what you tell yourself. Because... When you grow up in an environment that really trains you to be the opposite of who you are, it's really hard to come across something and it be everything you want, but you literally don't know how to make it happen because you have these, this perspective that blocks things from really, from really coming forth. And that was the main, the main indicator. Like I just was like, all right, like whenever this probably isn't, <laughs> this probably isn't going to happen. Like I'm not even going to stress it. Like, uh, I don't want to 
be in love and I want to deal with this. Like, I just, just, it is what it is. (laughs) And it wasn't what it is. (laughs) It wasn't what it is. It wasn't. It was not. (laughs) It was such an eye-opening experience because the personal growth, this is how I, I would confirm that this was my twin. Because I would have, like, I would leave from work and I would have these fears and all night I would be dealing with like a trigger, which is like the intense emotional purging. And you're, you realize that you're really only angry at your twin because they're rubbing up against the wound that your ex created. And you didn't even know you were mad at your ex about this. You thought you got over it. And it's like every emotional response that you have is that they trigger is like your inner child kicking and screaming and your inner child needing to develop at a level. And it was to the point where I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like force myself to heal. And that became so traumatic. It became the most traumatic thing I ever experienced because I was literally doing healing work and forcing myself to really purge everything. And it was so much to handle. Like I would just be randomly just like, going through the motions I would be out with my friends and I'm like I can't be out with y'all I literally am thinking about all the shit that I had to experience in my life and this is not the environment that I want to be in um but one indicator that I always use when we were you know around each other because we're not anymore um yet Yeah, because that's that's my thing. I'm not I told myself I'm not taking long to do this. <laughs> so the main indicator was that um I would leave for work after experiencing these triggers and I would come back and then I would just we would just make eye contact and it's like the pain just washed away. I don't I don't even know how the another way to explain it. It's like as soon as I saw him it instantly was like, Okay, that wasn't real. Like, as far as my triggers, like, that wasn't the truth. Um, and it helped a lot, but at the same time, it was really uncomfortable. Because it's like the universe asks you to be connected to this person at a level that you don't even know is possible. Like you don't even think that anything could get this deep. And it really just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper, like deeper and deeper. I realized I've had dreams about my twin when I was a child. Like it's really crazy. I I had to go back and understand that. Like I have, I've really felt like I've been connected to this person since I was a kid. And then you say stuff like that, and you're like, no fucking way, like no way, like shit like that don't happen. But there's just no other way to describe it. And if I got to come off as crazy, then I got to come off as crazy because I can't even continue to hide this no more. And not that I'm trying to hide it, but when you don't know what's going on, you really have no choice but to sit back and try to make sense of it. And it's like I couldn't even do that. You can't even maneuver the way like you would with a regular person. It's like... um, I want to approach you like I, you are 
regular. Not that you are regular because you're staying, like, you're just regular, one of the others. But I don't want to be this fucking ball of nerves every time I see you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this shit is crazy. But um, one indicator, like I said, like, the eye contact really helped wash away a lot of the trauma that I was experiencing in my past that it was coming up. And I also was, um, I also like understood my personal development. Like that was another thing that I used to judge if this was my twin or not. Cause I kept coming, I'm like, is this my twin? Like, is this real? Is this real? And I would tell myself like, okay, every time I see him, I feel better. Like every time I'm around him, I feel better. I feel like my problems aren't a problem anymore and I could just go from there. And it, and it wasn't a big deal. And when I one day I saw his birth chart and the first thing that I, I compared the two of ours <laughs> and it was like my eyes. I don't know how to describe it, but the first thing I thought was like, wow, this is so beautiful. Like I didn't, I don't even read astrology, but just seeing them two together, it was just, it was just pretty to me. Um, and I thought about like my personal development. I really develop at a high speed rate. Like before college, I kept telling myself, I'm like, there's a block that I know I'm not overcoming right now. And it's, I, I feel this block that's preventing me from being my greatest self. And now that's not there anymore. And now I'm not who I was in the past. Like I, I'm who I want to be. Like I'm developing into myself and I'm really stepping outside my comfort zone. And you experience a lot of pain on this journey. I'm not even going to lie. But in a way that isn't a deal breaker. Like it's more of an ego bruiser. And, and if it, if I felt like I was if I was like playing into a deal breaker I would stop myself like I I wouldn't go through with it because it's like I'm not gonna do anything to jeopardize me being with this person like I don't care if it's not real I don't care if it's not if, if it never comes into anything if there's a possibility in my head then I'm just not gonna do anything that that would jeopardize that and that that was something that I realized was an indicator of this being my twin as well and a lot of us do go through a lot of pain, but the pain, as someone who has hurt their twin, it's like you don't even, you don't even realize this, these are the actions that you're doing. Like you don't, I, I couldn't comprehend how I was hurting his feelings. Like I couldn't understand that. Like I'm like, I don't see what I'm doing wrong. And one thing that we always talk about is like, I have to have communication. Like I, I need you to tell me. Like, I need you to explain to me what's going on because in my mind, I'm in my own little world and I'm just going to go about my business. And sometimes I don't take the time to really reflect on how it's affecting people because I've always been taught, like, just to worry about what I got going on. So if I don't know, then I'm not able to change my ways. And the way your twin hurts you, well, the way your twin hurts you, it's like a different type of pain. Like if someone regular did this, you would probably wouldn't even care. But since it's from them, since they are like a reflection of you, 
it's it's a different type of hurt um but the type of pain like I'm saying has never been a deal breaker it's never been something where I'm like okay yeah I never want to be with this person and yeah it may have bruised my ego and yeah it may have made me feel uncomfortable but it wasn't like something my ex did like it wasn't like he would I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this. But, like, my ex, that nigga was fucking fucking other bitches when I was fucking with him. So, it wouldn't, it wasn't anything like that. And in a way where he was trying to hide it. And, and in a way where he purposely withheld information from me and try to manipulate me and try to be very abusive and, and not really understanding of who I was. Did my twin play out similar situations? Yes. But in the in a way that it's like, I can't be mad at you because I'm not with you. You know, like I was with this guy. I was with this person in a full relationship with my twin. I just felt connected to him and it and it felt more like, oh, damn, I thought we were, you know, somewhere else than where we're at. Um. But it's like I always be like, well, yeah, well, we're not together, so I can't really be upset. Not to invalidate my feelings, but that's how I felt. Um, I don't know what to tell you guys about this. I'm really trying to give more information. All I'm doing is telling you a backstory. But let me just tell you that this has been the most beautiful experience I've ever had. And I can say that with full confidence. And I can say that if I never, if I never was with him, I still would, I still would appreciate this. I really would. And when you're on the journey, you don't realize that that's possible, you know? You don't realize that something like that is is achievable. It's like, I don't think that that's how it works. Like, I want to be with you. I should be with you. But it's more of, wow, I really have been able to overcome so much, so much that I didn't think I was going to. And yeah, I may get my ego bruised and yeah, I may hurt you in ways that I wish I didn't and vice versa. But it's like at the end of the day, the connection that you have is it's just like no other it's just literally like no other. Like, I can't even find that anywhere else. And the thought of trying to find that anywhere else is like, I don't even want to because now you're just like in it. Like, now you're just like, it's too much to go back. But it, it's been beautiful. There's been times I've just been like, I've cried. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Why is this so, why does this feel so nice? And why is it just so wonderful? Like, why do I love someone so unconditionally like this? Like, why is that a thing? How is that a thing? And I know some of us are on this journey and we get so caught up in what someone should be doing and how you think they should respond to you and how you think love should work. But it's like, that shit all has to go out the window because you realize none of that is important. Like, none of it is important. Because at the end of the day, it's like, 
people are going to respond the way they respond, but it doesn't mean they don't love you and it doesn't mean they don't care about you and it doesn't mean that they don't want this to work. And yeah, you have to go in separation sometimes and yeah, you have to, you know, figure out a lot of the things on your own a lot and you have to be accountable for your actions. Like One of the biggest things is that you can't you can't be dishonest with yourself, you know? Like, you can't lie to yourself, not on this. Because you lie to yourself and you find yourself in a whole different situation that you don't even want to be in. And so you can't, you can't deny your feelings. Like, you may not be able to admit it to them. You may not be able to explain how you feel and completely... But pretending like it's not a thing is just, it, it, it's, it's impossible. It hurts. It literally hurts to do that. It hurts to have that type of denial within you. Because it's like at, at, at a certain point, it becomes betrayal to the both of you. Because it's like, you're aware of this situation. I'm aware of the situation. You understand your impact on me. I understand your impact on you. Why would I deny this? Because to deny this is to deny you and me, but most importantly, me. Because it's my, denying myself the right to be happy, denying myself the privilege to fall in love and to say, wow, I really am worthy of this. Because if I didn't feel like I was worthy of this, I would continue to deny it. And and a lot of the the problems that I had to face was dealing with self-worth. And receiving. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, past life trauma. So I highly, highly recommend doing energy work. That was the main thing that helped me get through so much. Like, you, the, the things that your twin triggers, it, it is hard. And it's shit that you don't even realize. Like, I did a past life regression on myself. And I found out um, in a past life, my soul picked my my twin's friend over him. And I remember talking to, like, my past self, and she was like, like, it was the worst decision I ever made. And I was like, okay, bet. I'm definitely not going to do that. And it's like you have that trauma. That same trauma plays out. And and that's what really the hurt comes from is that that shit plays out and people if you don't believe in past lives and stuff like that it's not going to make sense to you because you're not understanding why there's a block and it's usually because it's some unforeseen shit that you don't even know about and I highly recommend doing energy work um on it because it'll help you remove that energy so you can get closer to removing things that just are so outdated that they shouldn't be here. But it's the reason why you're in this timeline to heal. So thank God that that's available. But some of the stuff you try to realize, like, I don't even know why I'm even reacting the way this is. And and it's because of a deeper wound that you didn't even know. But despite the pain and despite all the negativity like the spiritual attacks that come with this is kind of out of this world, but the sole purpose is to throw you off of your journey. Spiritual attacks come in and they try to make you feel like you are this person who is insane like a motherfucker, like crazy. 
And then you have the friends around you who don't really, who don't choose love. And they're also a form of a spiritual attack because if they don't choose love, they're not going to understand what it's like to, to love somebody at this level. And it's not like I'm sacrificing my, my integrity or myself. Like, no, if anything, this journey has taught me to reinforce boundaries that I was just okay with not having. Like, honestly, it showed me that I couldn't I couldn't let people just love me whatever way that they wanted to. And I couldn't just let people decide when I was, you know, available. They could be this person for me when they when they were ready and like not being so open to people. And I, I don't think I would have experienced that any other way. I think I would have soulmates would have made me keep replaying my trauma. They would have kept me com- kept me comfortable. Like soulmates, that's what they do. They keep they keep you comfortable, or they fucking rip your heart out. <laughs> like there's no in between. God damn it! And people are like, "Oh, twin flames are toxic, toxic." And it's like, no, them motherfucking soulmates are toxic. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> them goddamn soulmates will fucking rip your heart out and you don't even get anything in return. At least with this, I get a, I know that it's just programming. Damn. <laughs> but it has been beautiful. And I want to, hi- like, I could talk about all the negative stuff that I experienced, but we see so much of that. We see so much of that that it's like, why bother waste my fucking time telling y'all some shit that y'all already know? You already know what everybody says and how everyone has their own opinion. And it's like, fuck that shit, bro. If this is the love of your life, fuck what anybody has to say about that. Honestly, they can fucking kiss your ass. Like, they ain't going to be cuddling you and rubbing your feet at night. No, they're not. They're not going to be doing that. And when you try to find things that are comfortable, I always found that they just didn't live up to my standard. Like I could, I could raise my standards, and my twin would hate this nigga would come and meet this shit, and I'm like, ah, you are making this so hard. <laughs> like you go, you are making this so hard to let you go. Why are you? <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> and it's like you want to self-sabotage, but you're like, okay, nigga, like I actually do want you to come up and be- and meet this standard. Like, thank you for doing this, but shit, I didn't think that was possible. With a soulmate, you raise your standards and them niggas be like, okay, this ain't working no more. And that's what I'm saying. Like soulmates, they, they only get you but so far. They only they only allow you to have but so much freedom. And you you... I've I've always trauma bonded with my soulmates. Like I've never had a soulmate that I was like, okay, this is something as good as what I have with my twin. And I don't think that in my case, in my case, I don't think that's possible. You know, I just don't. In my case, I don't know about you guys. People always say like, oh, if you don't have a, um, if your twin doesn't work, you'll get a soulmate. And I just was telling myself, bitch, I don't want a fucking soulmate. Are you kidding me? If I'm doing all this work, I'm going to get this nigga. <laughs> I'm going to get this one right here, right there. Because that's the one I'm going to have to deal with. Because I don't feel like telling this story again. Okay? 
but it's just like I had I I dream a lot about my twin and like we have great dreams I don't know if he really experiences them I know he does I'm lying (laughs) um but sometimes I don't remember and he'll have a dream and I'm like yeah I don't remember that shit then I'm like I'm low-key jealous (laughs) like damn (laughs) but um I've had dreams about him. The This is how I forgot to mention this. I know this is kind of all over the place. I'm sorry. But one thing that I used as an indicator was that I, I saw a vision about him when I first met him. And in my vision, I can't remember if I was asleep or not, if this happened. But in my vision, I was sitting at this table and it was I was getting married like I was in a wedding dress and it was like people around me and I had on all white and we had this long ass table and this is really pretty wedding and I remember like my curls were out and I didn't know who my groom was like I was just facing forward and then I turned and it was him like I saw his face and like my heart just (sighs) heart just dropped it was really crazy and the heart chakra activations uh, it's so beautiful it really is it's so beautiful I could cry I really could because that that's the most rewarding part is your heart chakra opening up and you feel like you feel it you know and it's like I, I can't deny this feeling like and it's like I can't even I can't even fake this feeling. Like this is not even something that I can make happen on my own. I I didn't I didn't even know that this was possible. I remember one time I was with my ex and I realized like my heart was not beating. Like I could not feel my heart beat. You know how scary that was. And then fast forward to this, here is like my heart is exploding. And and it just makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside, like a <laughs> like I don't know, watching your favorite TV cuddle up in like blankets or something. And there's such a I don't want to make this about him, but I'm pretty sure this is how you guys feel about your twin. But it's just like such a sweetness to him, you know? Like it's so it's so adorable. It's like oh god. Loving you would be so great. Like, I just know it. Because you just bring this sweetness in it. And I just don't know where else I could find this. And I don't even want to go look for it anywhere else. Because there's just no reason to. And it, and it's such a a strong feeling that you just don't, you don't experience unless you're in it. You really can't. And it's like, you, when you know, you know. When you know, you know. Like, you just, there's no denying it. There's no maybe in it. There's just, that's it. And you don't realize, you can't, you can't even, I, if you're not on this journey, I can't even explain to you what it is like if you're not experiencing it yourself. And I don't even know if we should call it twin flames anymore. Maybe it's just 
soul, I don't not soulmates, maybe it's just the one, like your person. Because that takes the label off of it. But it's just this connection that is so beautiful. And I hope you guys really enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, it's like, that little shit don't matter. That little shit doesn't even matter. Who who can you call when you're not when you're not in a good mood? Like who can be your person that you can talk to when things are not going well? You could be a hundred percent in yourself. Like you could you could say, bruh, like you're getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> and they would be like, You're getting on my goddamn nerves too. And no there's no love lost. Like y'all still love each other so intensely. And that's what I look for. Like, who can you be yourself with? Who can you have this bond that is so unbreakable that nobody can sway that? Nobody can tell anything, any tell you anything different. Like that's that's another thing. Like being yourself, who being able to be authentically yourself. Like I love he is so sassy and I'm like, I I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like, yes, I like the attitude. <laughs> and it's like that kind of shit. You can't fake. You can't fake that. You can't fake that. And if you're fighting this and you're trying to grasp it, just fall, you know? Just let yourself fall. It's the scariest part. It really is. But it's possible. It's something that is is doable. And the fear is what makes you feel like it's not. Like I said, you were ready to be with your twin when you met met them. It's only that fear that comes in a way. God would not let you meet this wonderful person just to say, Oh, bitch, now you got to do some more work. Like, yeah, we all have to do work, but it's to change a perspective to make you realize you were always ready. You were always ready to be with them. You were always good enough to be with them. You were always whole enough to be with them. And sometimes we have to clear that so we don't ruin, like, hurt each other in the, in the, in the meantime, like, while we're learning. But at the same time, it's like, the love is so sweet. It, it, being together can heal that. Like, being in it can heal that. Like, it, it, like I said, anytime I was triggered and I saw him, it was like, that wasn't even a problem anymore. And it was beautiful. It was like, wow, this is really my person. And not being able to talk about it is the biggest fear. Like, you want to tell everybody, but you don't want to be crazy because people don't like to be crazy in love like they just think that it's the craziest thing and it's like everybody's looking for it so I don't know why everybody's fucking tripping (laughs) everybody wants this but everybody doesn't want to admit that they want it and I think that's fucking bullshit like love out loud and let yourself love this person it's beautiful and it's so rewarding it's the most rewarding thing ever. And there's just nothing else like it. <sighs> I know my twin is listening, so 
I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> I really do. I hope it helped clear up some things and finally giving you perspective on how I feel since I don't ever talk about it. But yeah. I've cared about this person literally since I met them. I knew this was my person instantly. So, it's quite beautiful, I tell you. I'm going to listen back to this, and I hope it sounds good enough to post. If you guys listen to this whole thing, thanks. (laughs) But, um, I love you guys, and I hope you guys have a great day. And yeah. Bye.